there are moments in life that are so special that you have to capture them and save them forever. They are one of those once-in-a-lifetime events, like your baby's first steps, the first time you bring your family pet home, or your daughter's first dance performance. With iPhone 15 Pro, more storage means you don't have to delete anything that can become a lasting memory one day. And it's important to be able to share these moments with family members who weren't there to see them in person. Store more, share more. Connect with iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T. Get iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T and get an iPad and Apple Watch for 99 cents per month each. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Limited time offer. Requires 0% APR 36-month agreement on each. Well-qualified customers. Other terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash iPhone for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help Dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power Dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. How often have you heard a guy start a sentence with, I have a daughter, when commenting on some societal issues specific to girls and women. Empathy is easy when an issue gets so close to you, when the privilege of not having had to deal with a problem is lost and the problem pops your personal bubble. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and this is Unpopular, a podcast about people in history who didn't let the threat of persecution keep them from speaking truth to power. Vincent Auger Jeune, or Vincent Auger the Younger, was born in Dondon Parish in Saint-Domingue's North Province sometime around 1755. Saint-Domingue was a French colony on the island of Hispaniola from the mid-17th century to the early 19th century. Auger's father was a white man named Jacques Auger, and his mother was a mulatta named Angelique Auger. Mulata was the word used to describe a girl or woman who was of mixed race, with one Black parent and one white parent. Vincent was named after his paternal uncle, a merchant in the port city of Cap Francais. French people who colonized the island became planters and brought in hundreds of thousands of enslaved Africans. The mixed-race children of the white planters and the enslaved women were freed and set up as property owners, and a mixed-race class of property owners formed, equal in wealth to white folks. Into the 1760s, the richest free planters of color were basically treated like members of the colonial ruling class. But the Petit Blanc, the white people who were merchants, artisans, and the like, were less powerful and wealthy than the white planters, 
and they were especially anti-Black and anti-free people of color and supportive of slavery. As free people of color became a threat to colonists' access to land and capital and their loyalty was questioned, race was further weaponized and colonial authorities began enacting legislation that discriminated against people of color. People of color were assigned racial descriptions like mulatra libra or caritaron libra. And white people were given titles like Sia and Demoiselle, while free people of colors were disparagingly called Lenon, a term that basically meant the so-called. By the 1770s, colonists had even began labeling freeborn people of color as Afranchi, a pejorative that meant freedmen or ex-slave. Though the Afranchi could own land and had some advantages over enslaved people, they could not hold administrative positions or work as doctors or lawyers. Still, they chose to align themselves with the French over-enslaved people in the colony in the hopes of being accepted by the white colonists. They often upheld the institution of slavery, as did Auger, a choice that complicates Auger's and other wealthy people of color's history of resistance to the restriction of Black people's rights. In effect, the human rights of free people of color took precedent over those of enslaved Black people and poor white people. Free people of color had property and were taxpayers, and so the issue of abolition of slavery took a backseat to the issue of racism for many free people of color. More radical revolutionaries, though, did press for abolition. Anyway, by the 1780s, There were far more enslaved people than French colonists in Saint-Domingue, and there were as many free people of color as there were white people. Dondon, where Auger was born, acknowledged Saint-Domingue's post-1770 racial laws, and authorities did attempt to separate white people and free people of color through practices like distancing people of color from their French family names. Still, white people and people of color remained connected to a degree. Dondon, located in the mountains as well as the surrounding areas, like the nearby port city of Cap Francais, saw a lot of military preparations and personnel when Auger was growing up. Though local enslaved and free men of color were enrolled in military units, it is not clear whether Auger had military or militia experience in his youth and young adulthood. Dondon was also the first place in Saint-Domingue where coffee was planted, and Auger's family took advantage of the coffee boom in the area. Auger's family's wealth was linked to the coffee estate, but his personal wealth was built after he spent time in Bordeaux, France, as an apprentice to a goldsmith, returning to Saint-Domingue around 1774 or 1775. He brokered houses and apartments in Cap Francais to wealthy white people. He conducted business with merchants in Saint-Domingue's major ports, and he assumed the practices of the colonists by employing a free mulatto woman as a housekeeper, a job that usually included sexual duties, and purchasing enslaved Africans. Side note, many free people of color in Saint-Domingue were slave owners. In a 1789 letter, Auger said he was worth more than 350,000 livres, the currency of France. Auger was one of the wealthiest freemen of color in Saint-Domingue, and he was of a high status within the colony's class of free planters of color. 
His wealth did put him in closer proximity to whiteness, as notaries did not identify him as a man of color or require him to show his freedom papers. Generally, wealthy families of color remained politically conservative and under the radar when the French Revolution broke out in 1789. The loss of privilege afforded to them by the colonial establishment was a high stake. Julien Raymond, a free man of color and wealthy indigo planter in Saint-Domingue, did move to France in the mid-1780s and challenged the French government to pass racial reforms for wealthy free men of color in Saint-Domingue. But Raymond was an anomaly, and so was Vincent Auger. Auger left Saint-Domingue for France at the end of 1788 in the hopes of increasing his assets after having to figure out a way to repay a debt he had. Only some of his experiences in France in the beginning of 1789 are recorded. It's known that he visited his sisters in Bordeaux and that he petitioned the naval ministry in March to give him more time to repay his creditors. But by September of that year, after the start of the French Revolution, Auger had joined a group that called itself Cologne Américaine, aka American Colonists. The group published a pamphlet that called for the doing away of legal separations between white people and citizens of color in the French colonies. The Cologne also published a Cahier du Doléance, or list of demands, addressed to the National Assembly. Auger helped write both of these texts. One of the reforms demanded in the list was for people of color and white people to be treated equally so that, quote, the Creoles constitute a single group and that they be regarded as a population of brothers. The text also called for the representation of free men of color in the government and their right to education. In late September, Julien Raymond joined the Cologne. As they fought to get seats in the French National Assembly, they also pressured the colonists to grant wealthy free men of color voting rights. They had the support of the Société des Amis des Noirs, or the Society of the Friends of Blacks, a group of mostly white abolitionists. To be clear, their vision of racial equality was not one as simple as Black people should be equal to white people. It was beholden to maintaining the privileges of class and sex, both Raymond and Auger enslaved people, and they argued that making wealthy free men of color political equals to white people would strengthen the system of slavery and solidify their loyalty to France. Auger envisioned himself as a member of the colonial elite and was pretty self-aggrandizing. He even began to pose as a colonial militia officer. Auger was petitioning for the rights of free people of color who lived in Saint-Domingue. But back on the island, political unrest and protest among free people of color was growing. Let's pause here for a quick break. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great tasting all natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. 
The best things in life, they come in twos. Two scoops of ice cream, two tacos. And now for a limited time, get our best deal of the year. Buy any phone when you switch to Consumer Cellular and get two months of service free. That's right, the same fast, reliable nationwide coverage as Big Wireless, now with two months free. Proof the best things in life really do come in twos. Visit ConsumerCellular.com or call 1-888-FREEDOM. Second and third month of monthly base service fee waived for new customers with the purchase of a phone and activation by July 31st, 2024. Taxes, fees, and third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. This Father's Day, shop at the Home Depot to find the perfect gift to help Dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. He's the weed-fighting, hedge-trimming, leaf-blowing lord of the lawn. He sees the job, and he gets it done. Because your dad is a doer. So show him you appreciate everything he does with the tools he needs to power up his landscaping game. This Father's Day, give him the convenience and gas-like power of innovative and durable Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad does, everything he is, and everything he can be, find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. My sister is notoriously bad at dining out. She doesn't get what she hasn't had before. And if I can manage talking her into getting something she's never had before or trying something of mine that she would never order herself— She goes into the experience with the most apprehension. I want her to live her best life, but this is nearly impossible when she's so afraid to try foods that she's not familiar with. She told me that she'd rather just stick with what she knows will be a satisfying meal than potentially be disappointed. And I get that justification, though I could never. But so many people have status quo bias in one decision or the next for different reasons. Just as it sounds, a person has a status quo bias when they prefer things to stay the same by doing nothing or by doing the same thing they've always done. There's little to no risk involved in keeping things the same. You pretty much know what you're in for. When you choose to make a change, there's the potential for something really, really great to happen or for everything to go downhill. A person may have this bias just because they're familiar with something or someone, That's comforting. That's safe. Or a person could be operating out of loss aversion, which makes them choose not losing over potentially gaining a lot. Though status quo bias happens in people from all walks of life, it operates differently in different people and different segments of society. Often, it can come down to holding onto what you have being entirely more important than risking what you have with the hope of satisfaction. That's especially true when you're disadvantaged or had to fight hard for what you already have. Or changing the status quo can be a perceived loss or anticipate a personal loss when you're in some position of privilege or power. The potential for losing that privilege or power is completely unappealing, even when that potential is imagined or would result in a benefit for society at large. Think of men who claim they are the most persecuted or disadvantaged group because of the gains women have made in rights and equality over the years. 
Wanting to stick to the status quo can be rationalized in many ways. In Auger's case, he was willing to uphold the status quo of slavery while simultaneously rejecting the status quo that denied free people of color equal rights and citizen status. We are not them, he said. And that is not okay. OJ already had a better lot in life than enslaved Black people, and he wished to maintain that separation. Being considered property is undoubtedly a more oppressive and cruel life than the one OJ was living. OJ's classism and eagerness to distinguish his lot from that of enslaved people of African descent were baseless functions of the colonialist and white supremacist systems that created and maintained his status. Still, his bias was a problematic strategy of survival. At the same time he deemed other Black people property, he was still marginalized, still less than a citizen. And yet, he fought against racism. The dissonance is real. There was the option to keep his head in the sand, as did many free people of color, for survival or for whatever other reason. OJ's vision of equality was limited, And there was a thin line between what could be viewed as his desire for assimilation and his desire for free men of color to advance in society at the expense of enslaved people. He did rebel and fight for change, but he was attempting to navigate a maze of complicated conditions. The bias, privilege, self-importance, societally induced desperation, discrimination, racism, and mistreatment that all combined to form the cocktail that catalyzed his action means that his story is nowhere near black and white. When we left off in OJ's story, the Cologne American had petitioned for representation in the National Assembly and for the acknowledgement of their civil and political rights. Degrading prejudices and false politics had made free people of color be treated like slaves in Saint-Domingue, they said. That's despite the fact that on August 26, 1789, the National Assembly had approved the Declaration of the Rights of Man and the Citizen, which said that, quote, men are born and remain free and equal in rights. But in reality, the enslavement of Black people continued in the French Caribbean colonies, and people of color did not get the benefits of citizenship. The Cologne believed that the declaration should apply to free people of color in the colonies too. They even invoked the Cote Noir, a decree passed by Francis King Louis XIV in 1685 that, in part, granted freed slaves the same rights as freeborn people. But in December of 1789, the French National Assembly rejected their petition. And in March of 1790, the French colonies were granted the right to form colonial assemblies, and the colony was given nearly complete autonomy. On March 28th, deputies approved voting instructions for the colonies, allowing everyone age 25 or older who owned land or those who lived in a parish for two years and paid taxes to gather to form provincial assemblies. But the issue of whether free people of color could be involved in electoral procedures was left vague. This intentional ambiguity would pose a problem in Saint-Domingue. We'll be back after this break. Had a 
enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot com. This Father's Day, shop at the Home Depot to find the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. He's the weed-fighting, hedge-trimming, leaf-blowing lord of the lawn. He sees the job, and he gets it done. Because your dad is a doer. So show him you appreciate everything he does with the tools he needs to power up his landscaping game. This Father's Day, give him the convenience and gas-like power of innovative and durable Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad does, everything he is, and everything he can be, find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Overwhelmed by mess in your pickup bed? Upgrade with the Decked Drawer System. It's completely redesigned. Accommodate more gear in larger drawers. Extend effortlessly and keep your equipment clean and dry. Secure your loads with integrated D-ring tie-downs. Optimize your truck bed space. Proudly made in the USA. Lockable and compatible with any truck from the past 20 plus years. Simple online ordering and easy installation. Visit Decked.com slash iHeart for free shipping. Get Decked. Truck bed storage, toolboxes, and accessories. In 1789, political and social tensions were increasing in Saint-Domingue. A drought hit the colony, and enslaved people were escaping from their plantations at higher rates. White people were becoming increasingly violent toward free people of color and white sympathizers. And as white people began to gather in parish assemblies, they would lock out free people of color. Free people of color began petitioning their parish assemblies for their political rights and to eliminate discrimination. By early 1790, the issues of independence, rights for free people of color, and slavery were causing a bunch of turmoil in Saint-Domingue. Having met no success in his appeals for rights in France, Auger headed back to Saint-Domingue, still determined to win citizenship for free people of color. He arrived in the colony on October 17, 1790, after traveling from Paris to London to Charleston. Auger minimized the extent of his involvement in the revolt that began within days of him getting back. But just as soon as he returned, he went to the Grand Riviere to meet up with Jean-Baptiste Chavan, a free veteran of color who fought for equal rights based on his and others' records of militia service. In late October, Chavan and Auger wrote to the governor and provincial assembly demanding the enforcement of the voting regulations that had been passed down from Paris. Auger's letter to the provincial assembly of Cap Francais said the following. Gentlemen, a prejudice too long maintained is about to fall. I am charged with a commission doubtless very honorable to myself. I require you to promulgate throughout the colony the instructions of the National Assembly of the 8th of March, 
which gives without distinction to all free citizens the right of admission to all offices and functions. My pretensions are just, and I hope you will pay due regard to them. I shall not call the plantations to rise. That means would be unworthy of me. Learn to appreciate the merit of a man whose intention is pure. When I solicited from the National Assembly a decree which I obtained in favor of the American colonists, formerly known under the injurious epithet of men of mixed blood, I did not include in my claims the condition of the Negroes who live in servitude. You and our adversaries have misrepresented my steps in order to bring me into discredit with honorable men. No, no, gentlemen. We have put forth a claim only on behalf of a class of freemen who for two centuries have been under the yoke of oppression. We require the execution of the decree of the 8th of March. We insist on its promulgation and we shall not cease to repeat to our friends that our adversaries are unjust and that they know not how to make their interests compatible with ours. Before employing my means, I make use of mildness. But if contrary to my expectation, you do not satisfy my demand, I am not answerable for the disorder into which my just vengeance may carry me. Auger and Chavan mobilized a group of free militiamen of color who went through the parish disarming white planters. Cap Francais sent forces to attack the group, and on October 28th, Auger, Chavan, and their group of men held their ground in Grand Riviere against the larger group of colonial forces. Before a second colonial force could make it there, Auger's group had scattered. They had headed into the mountains, moving toward the Spanish colony of Santo Domingo, now the Dominican Republic. They made it into Spanish territory on November 6th, but after a week, all of the men had been arrested or turned themselves in, possibly with the hopes of being granted asylum. Instead, authorities sent them back to Cap Francais. Auger and Chavan were interrogated in secret. Auger claimed that his actions were only ever political and that he did not lead any of the violence. Still, Auger was neither sent to France for trial nor judged publicly in Saint-Domingue. He and Chavan were tortured and executed in public, their heads put on pikes. The execution was a brutal display of intimidation, as colonial authorities were worried that the rebels who were still at large might be planning a revolt. But the end of Auger's story was not the end of rebellion in Saint-Domingue. The barbarity of the execution helped turn tides in favor of free people of color. In May of 1791, the French National Assembly granted some freeborn people of color the rights of voting citizens and eligibility to be seated in future assemblies. Enslaved people, whom Auger and many other free people of color refused to associate themselves with, soon took up arms in their own fight for emancipation. When the revolution broke out against French colonial rule in Saint-Domingue, people of color were split in their support. Some resisted with enslaved people, some took the side of the white colonists, and some tried to remain neutral. But in 1793, slavery was abolished in the north of Saint-Domingue, and the next year, slavery was abolished in France and all of its colonies. 
The revolution ended in 1804, with Haiti declaring independence from France. Auger's fight had nothing to do with freeing enslaved people in Saint-Domingue. He was not a revolutionary, but his death and rebellion lit a match beneath a flammable web of conflict among white planters, poor white people, French colonial authorities, free people of color, landowners, and enslaved people. One person's freedom and equality are linked to that of the next. Auger's rebellion, execution, and the subsequent slave revolts and revolution form a very real, very violent, very complex allegory for the idea that none of us are free until all of us are free. It is probably not worthwhile to view Vincent Auger as a saint of revolution or even as a liberator for the people. Auger did use his wealth and status to uplift others and sacrifice his life to win representation and rights for a small portion of the population of Black people in Saint-Domingue, wealthy free men of color. His activism was instrumental in helping to encourage the spirit of revolution in the colony, but he was not a model rebel with a flawless vision of liberation. Maybe it's better to view Auger's story and resistance as an editable template for using our specific personal talents, advantages, and powers to protest the things we are compelled to change, even when our plans are not as grand as flipping the whole world upside down. Our producer is Andrew Howard. Holly Fry and Christopher Hasiotis are our executive producers, and you can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back next week with another episode of Unpopular. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at Viking.com. Overwhelmed by mess in your pickup bed? Upgrade with the Decked Drawer System. It's completely redesigned. Accommodate more gear in larger drawers. Extend effortlessly and keep your equipment clean and dry. Secure your loads with integrated D-ring tie-downs. Optimize your truck bed space. Proudly made in the USA. Lockable and compatible with any truck from the past 20-plus years. Simple online ordering and easy installation. Visit Decked.com slash iHeart for free shipping. Get Decked. Truck bed storage, toolboxes, and accessories.